Oh, it's very kind of you, Piney. Uh, uh, look, uh, I was actually thinking about that because a mate of mine texted me this morning saying, you know, how does that rate? Um, and I, I guess, you know, over time I've done some dramatic ones. I think Hong Kong 2010 um, will will always stand out in a, a, the World Cup semi-final between All Blacks and the Springboks in, in uh, 2015. But no, I, look, I think in terms of drama, sustained drama over the closing stages of the game, that, that's a hard one to top. I, I just thought it was a great game. I thought it was a game that uh, World Rugby desperately needed and it was good to see the Springboks, although they stuck, you know, to, to, to their strengths, to a large degree, they expanded their game enough to contribute to a thrilling spectacle, a breathtaking spectacle. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's one of those games, a privilege to be involved um, in, in bringing a, a game like that, that's for sure. It uh, was evident fairly early on that they weren't going to do exactly what they did last week. They, they were a bit more expansive, weren't they? Did that surprise you that, uh, that they changed their tactics in that way? Uh, no, I think history's taught us you never take too much for granted when you're playing the Springboks. I mean, they're, they're our greatest rival. And I, I know we keep going on about that, but, you know, when you've been around as long as I am, I, I, you know, you'd get the true meaning of that expression. Uh, no, nothing would, would surprise me. As I say, they just expanded their parameters enough and, and enough to show them that when they do, uh, when they are prepared to use the ball and when the Fafta clerk is not kicking the, the skin off it, um, that they have got guys of great talent. And I thought Damien Delendi last night was, was outstanding. We saw touches of class from arm the centre. Um, Billy LaRue had a shocker. Then Francois Stein, who's had a very checkered career, came on and reminded us of how good he is. Um, no, I, I just think they, in the end, and, and look, I'd, I'd say it in the end, um, they, they probably, on the, on, the, on the run of it, probably just, just deserved to win the game. Um, there was nothing in it at the end. Uh, and it was just one of those contests could have gone either way. The All Blacks should have closed it out um, for sure. Um, when you've got the ball and you're just about into the red at the end of the game, you're in the opposition territory. There's no way uh, you should lose the game, but it's happened before and it'll happen again. What did you make of South Africa's decision or their coach's decision to change the entire front row before half time? Well, uh, yeah, that was that was a masterstroke because it was becoming very obvious that uh, while um, Nyakani and, and, and Chia are, are, you know, and Mbunambi, uh, you know, they can be lethal with the ball in hand. Uh, that they, they, they were scrumming pretty well too. Um, but they were really struggling with the pace of the game. They're very big men. Uh, and so he went for a, a more mobile front row. And of course that brings marks into the game. And just when we were starting to think that maybe uh, he was past his, his best, he came up with a tremendous performance. Uh, so, yeah, no, look, I, I think they, they got that right. That was a... I've never seen that before. I've never seen that happen. That a coach in an international... In fact, just about any game would change out his entire front row at that stage of the game. But um, Ninabar, and I, I think, you know, credit to him too, because I think now maybe we're starting to realise that he's not just a puppet of Rusty Erasmus, that maybe he's, he's got a few clues about him and, and you know, might be a pretty good coach. You talked about Dale Ende. I agree, he had a magnificent game. But what about the uh, the reaching out to uh, to apparently try to intercept, but really uh, just knock the ball down intentionally? A penalty only given, TJ. Should that have been a yeah. yellow card? Yeah, I think so. Um, personally, look, I, I, you know, he, I guess he played his part in the game, um, the referee. But I, I wasn't. I, I thought he was very inconsistent at the breakdown, and I think that went both ways. I think in the first half. 
the Springboks were being were, were allowed to, to um, you know, to not roll away or flop on the ball, sealing it off. Uh, he was penalising them. He did later in the game. Uh, but then, you know, he, he awarded a penalty against the All Blacks for what looked like a legitimate strip um, before the player had gone to ground. So, uh, you know, I think that the the, the balls went both ways. I know the guys in the, in the post-match, Jeff Wilson, felt that the, the penalty that gave the Springboks the chance to, to, to boot the ball downfield and, and set up that line-out in their last desperate play for the game, he felt that was a rough call as well. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that was a bit soft. Uh, there was, you know, a player marked uh, wide out on the right and, you know, I just think referees have got to be brave enough to make those big calls in, in the heat of the moment. Um, if it put it this way, if if it was sevens, it would have been an automatic yellow card, and I, I don't know why fifteens is so reluctant um, to you know to, to go with that as well when there was clearly absolutely no possibility of him catching that ball, and and it definitely snuffed out what what even though it was long range would have been a very promising All Black attack. So to the US now and then the end of season tour, Wales to the island in France. Where are the biggest question marks for Ian Foster and co as they head north? Well, first of all, um, I, I would say this, and this is not taking anything away from the Springboks, but I think if Sam Whitelock and Aaron Smith were playing in that game, it might have been a different outcome. Uh, I, I just don't see we, that we would have had the repeat problems at the line-out if Sam Whitelock had been there organising things. And I think that was probably one of the biggest disappointments. Um, you know, and also, you know, his leadership. I'd, I'd be much more comfortable going into a test match with a combination of Aaron Smith and Brad Webber um, coming off the bench. Um, I, 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 I was a bit surprised. I, I think they could we'll put it this way. I think they would have been justified keeping Webber on for the entirety of the game. Um and, you know, there were a couple of other decisions, selection decisions. I think there were a couple of players that were in the game last night just really looked like they hadn't played for a while, and, 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 and it showed a bit. So I think there's, there's, you could probably point to about, you know, a dozen things that, that um, will need to be uh, addressed, and, and they will be addressed, and nothing that happened is, is unfixable. But they've got to sort the line out, up, uh, out um, and, and I'm, you know, I'm sure with Whitelock coming back, they can do that. Uh, the decision making, I think, at the end, particularly, uh, it, it wasn't great. Um, you know, the, going to lineouts when they were having trouble with the lineouts, um, is, and, and the Springboks were just all over. Etzebeth was incredible; he was all over them at lineout time. And, but they played into his hands, and I think that was probably the biggest thing that they got wrong. Um, was they just kept throwing the ball to the front, and the Springboks kept helping themselves. So, I mean, that, that's something that's going to require a, a, a fair bit of. Uh, discussion uh, the, the arrival of Sam Whitelock will help and then at the end, I mean as I say you've got the ball in opposition territory I just think, um, I'm not sure what the plan was to try and close the game out, Jeff Wilson said it would have been a situation where um, even just lumping the ball down deep into Springbok territory would have been a better bet than taking the risk of going into contact where again the Springboks had been superior throughout the game so those are the two big takeaways from me or three maybe um you know as i say i'm not sure about you know a couple of the selections you might question with the benefit of hindsight they've got to sort the line out and um also the the group decision making the, the, the decision making of the leadership group i think was flawed um last night but you know let's not forget that a week ago it was the Springboks that were making the wrong decisions in the heat of the moment in the, in the last five minutes of the game Thanks as always for your analysis, TJ. Again, great call last night, mate. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Cheers, Barney. Thanks, mate.
Thanks, mate. Tony Johnson.